Good evening, folks. You're listening to the Biscuits and Gravy Show. My name is Jason Kurtman. Just about 14 toilet paper squares away from me again is my lovely wife, Sarah. Hello, everybody. About three and a half rolls away over in the next town is our good buddy, Rich. Just can't wear the face mask, Merrick. How you doing, Rich? I am doing great. See, I, I never... Did I hear Jim? No, that was inconceivable. That would be inconceivable. Yes, I could swear I heard him. <laughs> but he is out making money tonight and can't join us, so that's that's okay. So, uh, Rich, how's your Sunday been? My Sunday has been very, 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 very quiet. Yeah? Um, where do you go to church when you go? Where I... It, it, it usually... Usually Church of Christ. Um, okay, and what are they doing I mean, Christ, now? Christ Community. Christ Community. Yeah, I'm sorry. Ah, and yes. your pastor recently passed away. One of your pastors, former pastor. Yeah, Jack. Jack. Sorry to hear about that. Uh, I didn't even live in Alamogordo. I, I, I was coming to visit years and years ago. I heard ah. him preach. So, uh, yeah, interesting. So, uh, what are they doing for church services over there? Um, they're, So, you know, uh, Tim... Jack's son took mm-hmm. over took over the the preaching um, some time ago, um, but they're doing it online now. Okay, yeah, that's kind of what they're, we're, they're, what know, we're doing they're, too. They're, they're yeah, they're doing a you know they're doing doing it uh, you know sh- over the internet. So and it, and it's good. I mean, we still need to get the messages out. Yeah, know? absolutely. I mean, so yeah, our church is uh, doing something exciting next week. Did you hear about that? The the deal at the fairgrounds? Yeah. yeah. Yes, I did. Yeah, and AM, you know, there's a lot of churches that are getting these FM broadcasters, these short-range broad, broadcast uh, transmitters that will cover, right. you know, about their parking lot or a block or two. Um, yeah. Our pastor actually got two stations in town, one AM and one FM, to simulcast the station. They can hear it all over uh, the city. Uh, but you can pull in and watch him preach and tune in your car, AM or FM, whatever you want. Um, and I'm hearing they're expect that's a pretty big size lot. I'm hearing they're expecting it to be pretty huge. So that'll be interesting. Yeah. That'll be interesting. So uh, I guess a lot of churches. A doubt. Yeah, there's a lot more uh, Facebook television evangelists now than there used to be. On Monday right. morning, your Facebook flood feed, your Facebook feed will be flooded. With sermons, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So um, we'll have to do away with a lot of the cat videos and stuff for for at least a day, usually. <laughs> so, yep. Real quick, hey, I, Sarah and I, we usually use this sheet with all of our business written up on it, and then um, a, a couple of blank blank spots for us to make notes on during the show. But I redid the sheet this week. You, I got to show you a copy of it. It's got got a picture of a chicken with a microphone on the top. Yes, my lovely nutty husband. Yes. So uh, I'm going to give a shout-out to Jim this week, since he's not able to make it with us. Yay, he's out there Jim. making the big bucks, making people happy. Yes. That's what he's doing. So uh, anyway, our sponsor is the McDonald's Corporation. When was the last time you had a McDonald's sandwich, Rich? I actually, yesterday morning, had got went and got breakfast from McDonald's. Yeah? Oh. Yep. Fun. Nice Saus- sausage egg McMuffin and hash brown. I had a, I had a sausage egg McMuffin this morning myself, and Seth ah. Seth had one of those McGriddle sandwiches. Are you familiar with the McGriddle sandwich? 
Oh, like those are pretty good too. Tiny yes. pancake that's like made with lots of sweet syrup. Uh, <laughs> I, yep, I like them, yep. but man, my blood sugar goes through the roof. So, special thanks also to our executive consultant, Mr. Rodney the Tap Dancing Fool Barden, who's always helping us out. Uh, we are live right now, and we've got somebody in the chat room there. Just came in. I wonder who Wise Stranger is. Some people use their name when they sign in. Some don't. You can do whatever you want. Uh, but we're in the chat room right now at our ourfantasticwebsite.com. You can go there throughout the week and listen to any of our podcasts. They're all there. Uh, if our fantastic website is just a little bit too long for your uh, fatigued fingers to type, vintagebiscuits.com will take you to the same place. Uh, also, our Facebook page, The Biscuits and Gravy, some stories there. We try to keep it clean, not too preachy. Um, not really preachy at all on there. Just occasionally we let somebody, you know, with a good thought slip in there. Uh, our rubber chicken club, of course, we have some members of our rubber chicken club that are posting there every now and then. Don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. We'd love to see and uh, read your rate and review. We are on Leading Edge Radio Network as we speak, QSTAR FM as we speak, Throughout the week, we're heard on KKTY Tiger Country Radio out of Republic, Missouri, and WBM Radio. Uh, that's my good friend, uh, Frank. He's uh, taking care of that sports network there. And you noticed I did not say Good Talk Radio. Ooh, tell me why, hon. Well, they have stopped uh, the syndication, uh, stopped receiving syndicated shows temporarily. At least we think it's temporarily. Uh, they've had some issues uh, with different things, and that's all related or leads back to the coronavirus. Uh, so they're trying to deal with that. And you've got a guest tonight, don't you? They're rich. <laughs> <laughs> Introduce yeah, us yeah, to your friend. Uh, my my kids my kids are uh, deciding that it's time to bark at everything that moves. Is that what it is? And what's moving? I'm curious to know. Hmm. What's moving? I, th- I, I think my neighbor across the sh- across the street <laughs> just came outside. So. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> well, maybe if you, maybe they'll calm down here a little bit. No kidding. So uh, I know, but I, I I know that there's a lot uh, that mm-hmm. are being affected by coronavirus. I, I'll tell you one thing I noticed this week. God willing, it'll it'll stay this way. Is pretty much in demand. I, I'm a recruiter for work at home people. So, you know, right now, I've been, I cannot begin to tell you how busy I've been this last week, me and my whole team, and uh, the whole team I'm on. But we've come across something that it, it kind of surprised me. There are When you work at home and you do customer service over the phone, a lot of companies that you work for will require a certain kind of telephone. It, it's, one, it's a base with a dial pad that has a corded headset to it. And what we're finding right now is that there's a shortage of these things. You can still order them, but it's (laughs) going to be at least two to three weeks before you get it. And uh, that's a requirement on most of those types of jobs. We've been hiring left and right, and then we're getting emails come in, you know, hey, I I don't have this phone. I can't seem to get it. So uh, people are dealing with that right now. I guess there's a lot of other things right now that are... People are experiencing shortages on. Has the shortage on you 
And uh, you're, you're probably in and out of a few businesses because it's necessary for you. Wink, wink. Have you noticed? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> have you noticed any? Is is the supply of toilet paper still, is it still down to nothing when you go into the stores most it, of the time? Yeah, you got to luck out, you know. I, I, uh, I joked with, the, with, with Rondo, with my wife, the other day. Um, I happened to go into Walmart to pick up some other stuff that we needed. Uh-huh. And um, so I went down the paper aisle. The first thing I went, I was like, okay, let me see if they got any paper products, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and it was empty. Pallets, you know, stocking shelves and stuff. So I was like, eh, let me make another run through the paper aisle. <laughs> and so I came down, and it was still empty. But also I heard a noise behind me, and here come the guy with a pallet jack with a pallet full of toilet paper. Oh, really? So oh, you did luck out. you yeah. hit the jackpot. <laughs> I, I, I scored, but when I got home, I, I asked the wife, I said, would you um, come out in the garage? And she's like, why? I said, well, I need somebody to guard the back oh, of the be- car while I unload the gold. Wow. <laughs> unload the gold. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Well, they say, but, uh, I, I, haven't, I haven't seen it, but they say hand sanitizer is coming back in stock, too. Oh, praise God! Yeah, it. it you know, I don't go right now. I, I, you know, it's. I go to the store when I need something, but it's you know maybe once a week, twice a week tops, you know. But I, I have noticed from since the beginning, the shelves are starting to replenish. You know, we're starting to see that things are finally starting to replenish. I just don't know about the paper products. Well, I, <laughs> I went in to buy some hamburger today. Uh, well, I was gonna, among other things, hamburger. They were down to two of those, like little one-pound rolls, the, the small rolls. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. And I didn't want that. I wanted the big five-pound roll, so I just held off. Um, but they got signs up there too saying limit yourself to one package or whatever. I think and, I've actually seen yeah. one package of one species. It's like wow! Never thought I'd hear those words. Yeah. Yeah, I was. Uh, I was in uh, another grocery store and and, and nothing I mean uh, I get why they're doing it but I had grabbed two packages of chicken and two packages of ground beef and when I got up to the to the uh, to the counter she said well you can only have two packages period so you have to kind of make a choice here I'm like well, okay what, well I can understand that what happens you know? when you go to the self checkout <laughs> hmm well, that this particular store, the store I was in wasn't self checkout. So. Oh, okay, yeah, but like at at that, at that place in town, that big place, you know, evil eyed uh, by some of the people. Over yeah, there. she did. She got you know you. Are you sure you didn't get more than two rolls of toilet, whatever you know? Yeah, she's like, well, I yeah, need th- to see if you have more tissue than just one. Here, here's what you do. <laughs> I'm telling you, here's the trick right now. Get whatever you want. Don't be sensible about it. But here's how you do it. You go and you go through the self-checkout. Now you say, yeah, but they got people checking your seats when you walk out the door. Yes, they do. But we've talked about this before, and you probably remember my stance on it. I just, no thanks, I'm in. I'm on my way. Thanks. And I just keep walking. I don't generally, now if I'm walking out the door with a big TV set, you know, or something like that, something a high dollar amount, I got no problem showing them my receipt. But for Pete's right. sake, they don't need to know how many Band-Aids or, um, you know, Men's Formula 44D or whatever. That You know, they don't need to know all that. <laughs> the lady at the counter already knows what I bought. I gave her... Here's the thing. I gave her the money. That means they're mine. Yeah. They are mine right, at that right. point. 
Nobody has a right to go through my thing, to go through your bag, as they have to put you up against the wall and search you. Hmm. And when, yeah, you, yeah right, right. you know, people in there always talk. Why, why not? You let Walmart do it, you know, with what you're getting ready to put in your car. <laughs> so, and, and I hate to I, be kind of ornery about it, but in in our world, in our country, and we're seeing this happen right now. We, we were talking about this before the show, that when you start giving a little bit, they start expecting a lot. And just like that woman in Pennsylvania exactly. that was stopped because the police said she had a broken taillight. It turns out later she didn't. They wrote her a ticket for non-essential driving. Now, right, that, right. that was an order of the government that's not, a, to my knowledge, they've not made that a state law. They've not made that any city ordinance or anything, just or, like, executive orders. As a police right. officer, to my knowledge, you can't write something that's not doesn't have a number attached to it as an ordinance or a law. It's, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. It's not but, in the penal code. Right. So what they're probably right. planning on or expecting is, okay, this woman will plead guilty, pay the fine, and uh, that'll be the end of it, and it'll be a good example for her and other people. They'll know better. Well, she's taken this to court. Right. She said she'll take it as far as she has to. Prime example of liberties for the sake of security, then, as as Benjamin Franklin said, we really don't deserve either one. Now, right. You, you ought to go back and listen to last week's show. Me and uh, my brother Paul talked about this quite a bit. Um, the con right now, so um, pretty good show last week. So anyway, thoughts, uh, Rich. So um, yeah, you know it's. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know if you um, have been getting any of the um, daily updates from the base commander here at Hollowman. Um, but every day he does a, a an update for the base, and you know he talks about Otero County and uh, you know the the general. I was watching his uh, his uh, uh, broadcast, and uh, Colonel Campo has uh, coined a a new syndrome. It is called the BSS syndrome. Okay. Now, before you all laugh, I know that sounds kind of crazy, but what it actually stands for is board shopper syndrome. Yeah, you know, everybody's sitting at their computers and they're like, "Oh, that's cool. Let me order that." Right. <laughs> so it, was, it was pretty fun. It was pretty funny. It was also talking about people just kind of lollygagging through the aisles and you know in the stores and stuff like that instead of going in focus that I need X, Y, and Z. I'm going in to get this and I'm done. You know. So you know, I caught but, myself buying a food item the other day because I didn't want to go through the line. With the other stuff that I had, and be and and feel guilty because I was buying non-essential stuff. <laughs> what yeah. if I get stopped by a police and they search my bag? Oh, you went to Walmart, yes, but you didn't buy any food items or toilet paper. You know, <laughs> um, no, but I've you know got this uh, car wash soap <laughs> or whatever, you know. And uh, I was like, nope, I'm going to I'm gonna buy, I don't even remember what I bought. I think I bought a bag of potato chips or something. i got to get over that guilt complex. I don't, I don't remember who said something to me the other day, but I was laughing. It was kind of funny. They said, have you noticed how many clean cars there are in Alamogordo right now? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, people are bored and washing their vehicles. Yeah, and they car washes. Yeah, we've noticed they shut down the big car wash there on the south end of town. Yeah, I saw that too. Yeah. Hobby Lobby shut down. There, but. 
that's killing people. Yep, hobby people sure. got to stay home and do crafts, and they can't even get the hobby lobby. Oh my goodness gracious! Uh, right, right. Uh, that's just that's wrong. Right. <laughs> what are the scrapbookers doing right so, now? <laughs> um, fair fair warning now too, um, and this came out of Walmart um, uh, headquarters. Um, and it is happening here and at both of our Walmarts. Now they can only have um, X amount of people per thousand square feet in the store. I, I think How it's do they, five per thousand square feet. I, Seth said something about that today, and I, I didn't see a sign on the door for it. But I was like, how can they enforce that? So, they got somebody running around counting people? No, they actually have somebody at the door now and along the sidewalk it's marked out in six foot increments right i did so see that, that. Not more than six feet so now you have to get in line and when one person comes out one can go in okay well they weren't i, I didn't really see them enforcing that so much because there was a lot of people coming in and out when i was there to earlier well, today and i was like how you know if they're set because seth, seth told me about it and i was like well how in the world are they they keep in track of that. So, I haven't been to the big Walmart yet. I was at the neighborhood market. Oh, the neighborhood, today. yeah. Maybe it's a little... Well, that's a little right. bit smaller store. So at Harbor Freights last week. Yeah. They they got part everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. I was in right. line. To, I was buying some batteries, and I was in line to buy batteries, and my left foot went over the blue line. And boy, oh, that... No. Oh, yeah, that clerk, would you'd have thought I had... You know, put a wrench in my pocket. Oh, yeah. Jump. Seth was with me. He jumped back to the, the line behind us. And I said, no, Seth, you're with me. We live together. You get right up here with me. And he stayed together in the same party. Oh, we just don't want you standing next to a stranger. And right then, right after he said that, another worker that was there walked right between me and Seth. And me and Seth were only like two squares uh. away from each other. <laughs> and I, I was like, yeah, right. you know, this is getting out of hand. This, I, I get the well, social distancing, in- but you in Walmart, they want you to stay six feet away from somebody. But if you're going down an aisle, yeah, and somebody's coming one way and you're going the other, you you can stay with six feet away from each other vertically, but not horizontally. <laughs> it's impossible. <laughs> well, the the release that I read from Walmart headquarters uh-huh. Uh-huh. said that. They were that they were going to put traffic cops in the aisle. You know, <laughs> right? About. Supposedly they're supposed to. Supposedly they're supposed to lay down arrows oh. to make aisles one way. Oh, really? So that you never, so you don't have to pass each other going in opposite directions. Well, I'll wait to see that happen. Yeah. So I just. What happens when you want to reach something that's on the other side of somebody else? You know. I'm waiting for uh, that. I don't know. I yeah, guess that, you have to wait six feet away so, until you get up to you know what you want. Or, I don't or know. somebody's you know, standing there and they're trying to get something off the shelf, or they're looking at a few things. Does that mean you got to stop six feet behind them until they get? Oh, I'm sorry, I, I that's guess, a passing you know, sort, zone. So, <laughs> so, 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 sort of like the L.A. freeway traffic jam, right? You know, yeah. You just have to wait. You know? I'll tell you what I have <laughs> noticed, and and I'm not laughing so much as I used to. I'm trying not to. There's a lot of people out there wearing those masks. A lot of them. I'm not oh, no one of kidding. them yet. And I nor a, a week or two weeks ago, I would snicker and laugh at them a little bit. I'm like, <laughs> paranoid 
freak. Uh, you know, just, <laughs> but you know what? I, I'm not laughing at them so much. Not that I agree that what they're doing uh, is going to do any good, but I can understand their concerns, their fears. You know, so I, I, I oh. get that. Yeah, without a doubt. You know, I mean, I, I get it too, and and uh, you know, I I just I, I think what's running in my head this here before too long, we're gonna have like designer face masks. You know, they'll be they'll just be you know like like a pair of designer shoes. You'll have designer face masks. You know? Oh, I've already seen wow. ones made where they have what was it? Cal- uh, college insignias or something. Yeah, like I've that. seen those too. Yeah, they've already got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they'll have name brand designer ones. I think mm-hmm. that's is that what you're talking about, yeah. Rich? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, Jordache. Uh, that was the big one when I was a kid. Jordache or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. right. Exactly. Gucci yeah, designer. And and the Gap Pravda or something. I don't. <laughs> Do you really want a face mask from the Gap? <laughs> mm, yeah. No, I don't think so. Yeah. There, there's uh, something wrong there. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Actually, I was waiting for yeah. uh, something like, you remember they in Kmart, they used to have the blue light specials or whatever. Right. They'd have the oh, cart and they'd wheel go. it around to each aisle yeah, or whatever. I remember that. Yeah. I'm waiting for that blue light to come back in case you infringe, you know, um, yeah. Personal area. Personal alarms well, go off. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure you've seen it, Jason. I, I I know I have. You know now when Walmart's open, there are two squad cars parked there every day. I was told that the police department is not even using those cars; they just parked them out there for effect. Oh yeah. I I don't know if that's true or not. I was wondering about that. Yeah. I've seen I, them sitting I, there for lost... about a week and a half, and I've I've never seen a police I've, officer I've lost... in the in the store. Right, right. I was with the the connections I had with the city are are kind of um, yeah you gone kinda, away. So I yeah I, have, I haven't had the people that I could pick up the phone and go, hey, what the heck's going on? With this? You know? Right. No, I understand that. I've been there. There's there's a lot, it's a lot of weird stuff going on. I mean, you I never thought in my lifetime uh, that ninety percent of the people who walk into Walmart would be wearing a face mask. You know, there was a yeah yeah. Was a, there's a time if I walked into a store and saw somebody wearing a face mask, I'd be looking for something to hide under, you know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, what, wondering what's <clears throat> what's wrong. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, Crazy out there. A lot of. Th- I wonder what's next. That's the question. What's going to happen next? Let's hope for not. I don't know. I, I just keep going. When's the next shoe going to fall? And it. What's it going to be? Yeah. Neither you agree with or don't agree with the stimulus bill. That's that's neither here nor there. What I, I don't think anybody agrees with is the money that's going into uh, private organizations like uh, for the arts and some of the other organizations, because um, you know that's going to be funneled right back into donations for the uh, Democratic National. Oh organization. yeah, well, and and I've said, I, I've said for many years, um, one of the things that somebody needs to introduce to Congress is one issue, one bill. If if you want to build a bridge to nowhere, then you put a bill in for the bridge to nowhere. Right. You know, all this adding pork to every bill, I, I just, I, it just doesn't work. You know, one bill for one issue, then we would really know where these people stand on whatever the issue is. You know, and and you have much better. You know, it's like you take a a bill for funding veterans, and 
and then they add all this stuff and go and then they go when when a when somebody says, Well I'm not gonna vote for that and so they use it to say, Oh, well you hate veterans. No, it's I hate all the other stuff that's added in, you know. Right. And that's Hey, I gotta uh, give a shout out. Hey. I gotta give a shout out. My friend Don is in the chat room. Uh first time I believe he's been in the chat room with us. He's he's a guy back when I had the Jason Kurtman show, he would help us uh, syndicated. He got me on several stations, and uh, he does a, a radio, uh, at least one radio show himself. And uh, he's just a good Christian guy out there uh, from the east. Of course, everybody that I know is from the east. So, uh, <laughs> shout out to Don and Don. I want to explain something to you. You're probably here uh, hearing Rich cut in and out every now and then, or one of us cutting in and out. Uh, we have noticed that on Sunday nights. The internet bandwidth in our community has shrunk down. It's like a, one of those tubes that you blow the hot air, you know, like a hairdryer on, and it shrinks down. That's our bandwidth. And so we're struggling to uh, have good, clear audio, but we're still doing this. We're still having fun, and uh, we, we're glad that you could join us tonight. Uh, so we do this every Sunday night, at least till now. At least until the zombie apocalypse hits. Uh, oh, no. Which we're going to... Yeah, no. my son told me if the zombie apocalypse hit, hits, he's got dibs on my shotgun. Uh. So, yeah. <laughs> he told me that about seven years ago, and I think it, knowing him, it still still holds true. It's... Don runs the Praise the Lord show Sunday uh, mornings, uh, or Sundays on Sundays, at on 20 different radio stations. That's great, Don. Um, that's fantastic. He says, we're coming in loud and clear. That's good to know. Thank you very much. Good deal. So, uh, so this is our little chat room that we run with some of a few of our friends and followers. Uh, we don't have a lot of people too often in here, uh, but that's okay. We get a lot of downloads over the week and, and replays on other stations too as well. So we really enjoy that. Don, I'm so glad you could join us tonight. Uh, it's good catching up with you. And if let me know if you're going to be up in Rodoso at that station anytime soon. I'd love to. Uh, violate the non-essential driving rule and go up there and meet you by curfew. Yes, I would come back by curfew. Yes, absolutely. I would sneak in. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I would, yes, I, I would put one of those headlight kill switches on my car and play <laughs> Night Rider music on the stereo as I was coming in. And maybe that's. What, yeah, that's it. <laughs> so anyway, um, hey, yeah, go ahead. Email from a friend of mine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I get those too. I'm not. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I'm going to read something. I want. I'm going to read something to you. Okay. And then I want you. I want. I want you to think about it and tell me when it was. Uh, give me an idea if if you have any idea when it was. I written. think I know where you're going with this, but go ahead. And the people stayed home, and read books, and listened, and rested, and exercised, and made art, and played games and grew gardens full of fresh food and learned new ways of being and were still and listened more deeply some meditated some prayed some danced some met their shadows and people began to think differently and the people healed and in the absence of people living in ignorant dangerous mindless and heartless ways the earth began to heal and when the danger passed and the people joined together again new choices and dreamed new images and created new ways to live and heal the and heal the earth fully as they themselves have been healed. Okay, and here's my response to that question in, in the form of a question. Um, 
At first, I was going to say, when you read the first couple of sentences, I was going to say that's something that was published in 1918. But now I'm not going to say that. I do know where it's from, but I don't know what version of the Bible you're reading it from. Uh, and actually, it's not from the Bible. Oh, okay. It's I didn't an think author. so. It's from, a, it's from a writer from the late Victorian period during a pandemic. And her name was Kathleen O'Meara. Okay. She lived from 1839, 1839 to 1888, and it's it's said that she lived through the plague, and this is okay. her writing there, there, after, the, after the plague. There is a verse in the Old Testament that talks about something similar to that, uh, and, and ah. that's, that's where I was confused, because I know it wasn't the King James version that you were reading from. I know I knew that. Right, right. Um <laughs> but I, I grew up in a King James only environment. Um as ah, did Jim. Yeah, Jim is Jim is uh I, I don't want to speak for Jim. He's not here completely, but I know he still holds strong to a lot of the King James uh only um path, I should I, say. I won't say beliefs or I, I grew up I grew up in the same. I grew up in the same. I grew up in in King, in King James too. So well, I that that actually what. Oh, go ahead. Well, I, I I don't personally have a Bible that's not anything but King James. That's my personal preference. That's all. Sure. So, um, I I that, I I went to school where. Um, some people, well, some of the people I knew when I went to school were like, well, if it's not King James version, it's not inspired. Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. What about the original Greek and Hebrew? Because they were inspired. But anyway. Right. Right. Continue with your thought. I apologize. Oh no, that's okay. So it's it's kind of strange, you know. Um, you know, we talk about the quote of history repeats itself. You know. Yeah. Exactly. You know. Um. You know, there. It's, it is kind. We do this a lot, folks. Don't, pay, pay no attention to the man behind the curtain or behind the double monitors, as the case may be. There was a, a gentleman in our church a couple of weeks ago that read something from C.S. Lewis that was right. He wrote it right after the atomic bomb was dropped in Japan, the first one. And it was basically oh, wow. the same response that um, could be given to people who are having a fear because of the pandemic we're experiencing now. And it's like, hey, you know, we, we'll we get through this. Uh, we haven't blown the world up. We're not going to blow the world up. Stay calm. Live your life. But have an understanding that things could change and things can happen. And uh, it was kind of a, an anything that happened, what's happening now. Um, here, I'm not yeah. a conspiracy theorist by nature, but there are some things that make me raise one eyebrow. And that's not not too easy for me. But... There are some things that make me go, what? Uh, Wait a minute. What if, what if, there's too many what if scenarios out there. Some people are asking the question, what if this is an intentional uh, foreign attack? Intentional. uh, To bring down our economy, to bring, you know, to bring down our military, to bring bring down our whole establishment. It could be. We don't know. Um, I, what, what do you think our countries, if we were to, if our government, the people that we trust, snicker, snicker, um, if they were to discover beyond a shadow of a doubt had infallible proof that this was done intentionally by another country or by another organization, but for the sake of this argument or conversation, we'll say country, what do you think 
uh, our response should be uh, as a country. You know, I, I, I don't, I, <laughs> being being a former being a former soldier myself, <clears throat> right, and um, being a, a combat area, um, I, I, I think we have to look at the the. I have to look at the big picture of it all. Um, I saw um, it during my time, um, people who had no tie to their government that we were fighting against suffering because of what their government's right. choices were. So I have to look real hard at that. And, um, and, and you know, I mean... Uh, there's biblical teachings that say, you know, if somebody's trying to destroy your way of life, then take up the sword against them. Right. Uh, the, uh, you know, the parable of uh, uh, the, the advice of if you don't have a sword, sell your sell your cloak, you know, uh, yeah. to acquire a sword. You yep. know? So those things are all there. So I don't I, I but, you know, when I I look back on my time and, and go, you know, I saw people who were only trying to live their life. No different. Sure. Well, just off the cuff, I'll make this I, statement. You know, I mean, just just off the cuff, I'll make this statement. If we, if our government was to have infallible, one hundred percent proof, and not just one piece of proof, but multiple pieces, I would consider that much more of a bigger attack than what was done on nine eleven. And and our honestly, yeah. Our response to that should be instant annihilation. No holds bar, complete destruction. Now, that's an yeah. if, if, and if there's... situation, and it's extreme. I get that. And I'm, I'm going to make a disclaimer right now. I in no way believe or have any reason to even think that that's what the case is. But the question has been raised by other people, so I'm addressing that. But I don't need to worry about that right now. I really don't. So, well, so my my uh, my opinion. I mean, if if I had if if I had to take action on that, this was like you said. I mean, infallible proof. I, I would I would be more right to bringing back black black operations and take out those who are responsible. You know. Instead of destroying a whole community or a whole country of people that maybe a whole bunch of them are really innocent, um, take out those who are responsible. You know, I look back on 9 9-11. 9-11 is a great example. You know, uh, you know, we had set set bombs in Qaddafi's living sure. room, basically, you know, when all that went down, you know. And when 9/11 went down, he was one of the first people on the on the TV going, "Hey, dudes, man, I have nothing to do with this, dude." You know, right? <laughs> you know, well, he well, jumped right, he jumped right up there. You know, so let, let me add that when I say complete annihilation, I mean of the of the government that was attacking itself. I'm not talking about we don't go after farms and schools and stuff like that. Um, oh, okay, so, so, I, so not, you're de- you're not targeting. You're not B-52s wing. No, <laughs> you're not B-52s wing, wing tip to wing tip and just start at one end and go to the other. Right. Okay. <laughs> I'm talking about, you know, selective targeting, but still complete annihilation of those targets. That's what I mean. So. Oh, 
Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, hey, I, would, you know, I would agree with that. You know yeah. what? Let's have a little fun tonight. We usually do this at the first part of the show, and we switch over to the, the serious stuff later. So uh, do, do you have any jokes for us, Richard? I, I do, I do. Yeah. Oh, what can I this have, possibly be? Uh, which bear is the most <laughs> condescending? Ooh, which bear is the most condescending? The grizzly bear? Boy. A um, panda. A panda. Yes, yes, I knew this one. Oh, I think okay. we've actually done that one again. I, I'm good. And then I'll be done, because I've been told that my jokes okay. are not worthy of being told. But I did read one today. <laughs> yes. So, yes. A man's in, his res- in a restaurant, and a waitress comes over to or- uh, take his order. He says, I'll... I want a uh, a plate of helicoptered flavored potato chips, and she says, "Sorry, we only have plain." Yeah, so th- and this is why I only tell one one joke a show now, pretty much. So, <laughs> okay, why 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 are elevator jokes so classic and good? Oh, people, uh, I'm can I guess here? People get them on any level. Yeah. Yeah. Uh- okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Work. That's a good one. They work on many levels, yep. Uh, yeah, we what? last what? week my brother was on the show and he laughed hysterically at, all, at pretty much all the stupid jokes. So we might have to get him on the show just during the joke <laughs> section so we can have like a live live canned laughter. I know that's an oxymoron, but go ahead. Yeah. So, do you have what, any more? What do you call a pudgy psychic? Hmm. Fat chance? A fortune teller. A fortune teller. Okay. I don't get For, Oh, four chins. You know, got, four, it. Got, four, it. got it. Got it. Yeah. Chin. Yeah. Uh, got so it. Yeah. Here's, yeah. Here, here's one specifically for you, Jason. Oh, good. One for me. What did the police What did the police officer say to his belly button? Oh, my word. Um, I give up. I'm just going to give up right now. <laughs> You're under a vest. Ah, uh, ha, ha. Okay. okay. All right. Wait, I think I got one more. Okay. All I right. got What would the Terminator be called in his retirement? What would the Terminator be called in his retirement? Sarah, do you want to venture a guess? No, but I'm betting it has something to do with Hasta la Vista. Okay. The Exterminator. The Exterminator, oh. yes. Spraying for bugs and everything, <laughs> yes. That's right. Okay. All right. Uh, nice. Okay. Good job. I'll tell you what we'll do. We usually uh, showed. Let's just uh, break it down and do three quotes tonight. You got any quotes? Okay. Uh, three three quotes for you and three ways. for me. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay. There are only two ways to live your life. One is though nothing is a miracle. And the other is though everything is a miracle. I like that. Albert, That's I, a good one. Einstein Albert said Einstein. That. Yes. He was a very yep. quotey fellow. He was. He's he's the guy that said, "I don't know what war, uh, weapons will be fought with in World War Three, but uh, World War Four will be fought with sticks and stones." And that does not count as one of my quotes, uh, by the way. Ah. So, all right. Go ahead. Okay. Yesterday is history. Tomorrow is a mystery. Today mm-hmm. is a gift. Of, is a gift of God, which is why we call it the present. Ah, that's Who said a good that? one. Bill Keen. Bill Keen. Okay. Bill Keen. Okay. And let's see. Uh, you have brains in your head. You have feet in your shoes. You can steer yourself any direction you choose. You're on your own, and you know what you know. 
and you are the one who will decide where to go. Ooh, did he? I know who said that. I Jim Nelson. To... <laughs> Jim Nelson. Yeah, sounds like uh, uh, okay. Think, a, think about how it's think about how it's right. Ri- how it's oh, written. it's Doctor Seuss. Yeah, right that's what I was going to say. Doctor Seuss. Doctor Seuss. Sarah, you're right. Wow. Okay, that's my three. Okay. All right. Well, um, let's see. I got four here, and I'm trying to pick out the best three. So uh, I'll I'll do my first one from Bob Jones Sr. The test of your character is what it takes to stop you. Okay. I like that one. Yeah. The next one is growing up is not being so dead set on making everybody happy. I had to learn that the hard way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. a hard one to learn. A lady by the name of Reba McIntyre said that. Ah. Okay, now, I will let you guess who said this one. Because it sounds like something this person would say. The way I see it, if you want the rainbow, you got to put up with the rain. I'll give you a hint. Okay. Uh, she's a country character. Dolly Parton. Yeah, you guessed it. And you're not even reading the tracker, uh. are you? No. Are you? Okay, good job, Sarah. Got it right off Not the now. <laughs> Not now. Did you already know that? Yeah. yeah. That was good. <laughs> well, okay. Uh, how about right. me? You got any quotes? Missed yeah. Oh, Sarah's got quotes. All right. Go oh, ahead. Okay. All right. There was three of them. Good friends are like stars. You you don't always see them, but you know they're always there. See, Rich, you're a star carrier anyway. So. Yeah. All right. <laughs> wow. Uh, that, was, that was unknown, by the way. Okay, um, he wrote a lot of stuff, yeah. Yeah, he did, I'm telling you. So did Anonymous, yeah. I'm telling you. Okay. Both very famous. Got two quarters. more? Yes, I do. Uh, stop letting people who do so little for you control your mind, feelings, and emotions. Will Smith. Will Smith. That, that He's the same guy that said, uh. don't start nothing, won't be nothing. That's my favorite <laughs> quote from Will Smith. Is it? <laughs> Yeah. Ah, okay. Let's see here. I'm trying to find. Uh, let's see. When you handle yourself, use your head. When you handle others, use your heart. Donna Reed. Donna Reed. Yes, from the Donna Reed show. Yeah. Yes. Hmm. I think she did some other stuff too. I I don't remember. From here to were. eternity, I believe. Okay. Yeah. All right. Hey, um, I got a question for you, Richard. I keep calling you Richard. I it's just oh, a habit. Oh. So, Rich. Um, That's okay. Here not too terribly long ago, I read about a postal worker, you might have read about this, that rented a storage unit to hide the mail that he couldn't get delivered that day. And I do you, remember yeah, something about that. They found like a year's supply. He'd been doing this for over a year in a story, and they found all this in a storage unit. And his response was, well, I was going to get to it. <laughs> now, you, you ever heard... That sounds- that sounds. I, I've seen I've seen lots of stories like that. You know the, the <laughs> um, you know throwing away those ads and oh my god, it's yeah the the going on and on. You yeah, know, it was one of her 30, 30 years of delivering mail or something like that. Really, when he retired, yeah, when he retired, um, they uh, he he something to the effect of. He opened his garage and it was absolutely full of mail, and his attic was full of mail. Oh too. my! It's oh my like, goodness! Oh my god! So, yeah, and they charge those people, don't they? Back. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. 
you know it's like but there's yeah there's tons of those stories out there without a doubt you know and Huh. Well, you know, those people, hopefully, hopefully they catch him sooner than later. But you know. right, no kidding. You know, I just um, what was it? I remember one story about somebody who had was stealing the Netflix cop that were being delivered to people, and then copying them and making dummies and wow. then selling them. If I'm not mistaken, wow. <laughs> I, hey. I I think the I think I think the that absolutely blows my mind every time I hear it is when a carrier gets caught taking, like, you know, the envelopes you get a nickel in or a diamond or whatever. Uh-huh, Taking yeah. those nickels and dimes out. I'm I'm thinking, really, a nickel or a dime for your job? You're oh, crazy, yeah. Man. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, I now, have. I got a question for you. Maybe you know the answer to this or don't. This just came to mind. There, there was a time when I would get these things in the in the um, mail from car dealerships that said, you you have already won one of these prizes. All you have to do is uh-huh. take this number, to, you know, take this number down to see which which prize you have won. And then you get down there, and for some reason, they tell you, well, no, that's if this and this and or whatever. You didn't win. But it says right there on the sheet that you did, and that you, there's no fine print or anything, none that I could see. So it's kind of like a bait and switch and stuff. Would that be classified as mail fraud? fraud? No, it would be so that that in reality, I think, if you were to try to take it to court, would fall under uh, false advertising. False advertising. Okay, the fact that it came through the mail—that's a different scenario. Okay, so um, Uh, yeah, I just hate it when I do whatever. I just throw it in the trash. Yeah, wasn't uh, the movie the first? Oh, no, go ahead. Yeah, that's what most people do. <laughs> it's like, right. yeah, yeah, I don't want this, but yeah. No, yeah, I, I do the same thing. I, I huh. walk by the trash can and I drop everything except what I need, you know. Right. Like, okay, yeah, it's all junk. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so what was it? I remember in the, the movie The Firm Tom Cruise was in, and what was it? Instead of gaining all of the evidence against a mobster, he actually got the fact that, what was it, some company was overcharging another bill through the mail. And so that was mail fraud somehow. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we've only got a few minutes left. Okay. I want to play a little game with you and Sarah. Sarah, you keep score on this, okay? Okay, you got it. I'm going to give you the name of a president and... uh, We'll we'll do this on who answers first. Okay. Um, you tell me what denomination of bill this president is on. Okay. I'll make it easy. Oh, good lord! Yeah, you ready? <laughs> first one, and you can answer just as soon as I say it. George Washington. One dollar. Okay, Sarah, mark yourself down for one point. That's awesome. Yay! Come on, Rich, you can do this. <laughs> uh, let's see, Benjamin Franklin. 50. 100. Sarah got that one again. All right. I don't, I don't see enough of those, trust me. Okay. <laughs> Alexander yeah, Hamilton. Alexander Ooh, Hamilton. Alexander Hamilton. Wow, that's a toughie. 500. Sarah? I don't and know. I don't know. Okay. Oh, All ten, right. Okay. Here's the next one. Abraham Lincoln. Five. You got it. Okay. 
Uh, let's see. Ulysses S. Grant. Oh, what? That's the 50, I think, yes. isn't it? Yes, it $20 is. dollars bill. 50. 50. Yes. You have to know that to live in the state of Illinois, Rich. Don't feel bad. <laughs> okay, got two oh, more. Okay. Two more. Ready? Andrew Jackson. Um, 20. Yeah, Rich got it. All right. Last question. Okay. For for the whole cake and enchilada, or for the whole enchilada cake, whichever one you prefer. Ooh. <gasps> Ooh. Rich? I don't think either one of you would Average. get this. Thousand dollar bill. Nope. Mm. No. I guarantee you, you don't have this denomination in your wallet. Wait, yes. I know. Chase down the two dollar bill. Yes, it is. Yay, Rich. All but right. But guess what? I guarantee you also that I have two of those bills in my wallet right I now. I know you do. I'm sitting on it right now. <laughs> my grandmother gave my grandmother gave me and my son Seth each a two dollar bill several years before she passed away, and I have them in my wallet. I'm keeping Seth's for him for years later, but I don't have them in the regular pocket that I keep my regular bills in. They're in like a little zip up uh, pocket, so I don't accidentally pull them out and spend them because they're I, sentimental I have to s- me. I have some stashed away. Do you? Yeah. yeah. My my mom used yes, to have a lot of the Susan B. Anthony coins. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. I I don't know if she still. I asked her about that. She still has that collection somewhere. So I remember once. When uh, what I, was it? I I do believe that when the two dollar bill came out, they sent them all overseas to the military and all the every place overseas. Because when I was in Germany, you saw two dollar bills like nobody's business. Really, that's interesting. Uh huh. Like you know, you went to the PX and you'd get. You'd get change and you'd get two dollar. It's like, wow, what'd they do? Send them all over here? <laughs> wow. Because I never saw them when I got back to the states. You know, it was interesting. Like, okay. Huh. Hmm. Yeah. Hey, um, did you know that Al Capone's bulletproof 1928 Cadillac sedan recently went up for auction for, or not auction for sale for one million dollars? Wow. Really? Yeah. I don't know why a private individual would want something like that. Um, maybe a museum or something like a crime museum in Chicago or something. But well, I can imagine yeah. people who are slightly obsessed with the mob and um, well, I, I'm or the untouchables. In the, or I'm interested in the historical aspect of those stories. But uh, you know, I I don't think I'd want Al Capone's car in my garage. Well, you never know what you might find in it. Well, that's true, too. <laughs> the only reason I would want it in my garage is if somebody sold it to me for, you know, like, this is going to happen, $1,000 or whatever, and I could turn around and sell it for a million. Yeah, yeah, I would, yeah, have that short term. But well, uh, Yeah, you know, a lot, of pe- a lot of people buy stuff like that exactly as an investment, you know. it's Well, that's it's true, yeah. Necessarily, you know, they're going, okay, 10 years from now, if it's sold for a million now, they're bad. Now, in 10 years from now, that it's going to sell for much more than that. You know, I, so. I had a lady, um, a gym teacher, uh, when I was in 8th uh, grade or ninth grade, that bought the hearse that her mother was carried in for sentimental reasons. That's what she told yeah. me. To school, and they would make jitter. Oh, that's for after the hot lunches are served, you know, <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> but, yeah. So, yeah. I, we, that was just a little weird. Um, I never did understand that. Yeah. So, people, yeah, 
Well, that's a little bizarre. But they say it takes all kinds, so... Yeah, well, you know, I mean, that's like having a loved one's ashes turned into a paperweight, glass paperweight. Yeah, that kind of thing. That's kind of... I I don't understand that. No, neither do I. Uh, Maybe some people do. I guess it takes all kinds, you know. Yeah. I I know somebody that keeps an urn... Mm-hmm. of their deceased pet's ashes on the mantle. Um, yeah, that's a little weird, I, too. I don't under... Some, but you know what? The, people deal with grief in certain ways, so I'm I'm not going to be... I wouldn't do it, but... Uh, You're not going to judge. I'm not going to judge too much. Not, not judge... I think there's two ways to judge. You can judge externally and judge internally. And I'll judge internally all I want. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Judging internally. That, that'd be a good title for this show, I think. Either that, anybody else having an idea? Mm, I don't did, know. Did I, did I really just say that out loud? What'd you say? Never mind. Oh, no, the, the judging internally and externally, you know, did I really say that out loud? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a good subtitle, yeah. Yeah, I like that. So, all right. Well, uh, what are your plans for the... <laughs> it's like, it's getting redundant. What are your plans the rest of this week? Staying home? Um, yeah, <laughs> seeing how uh, we have about four going hours to work. left. Yeah, me yeah. Too. unfortunately for me, work is home. Well, I say unfortunately. I guess fortunately yeah. in this case. Yes. And my job is listed as essential. As long as we we get those phones, you know, as long as people can still order those yeah. phones that are on, you know, Amazon, is you can't get them anymore. Uh, a lot, yeah, a lot of crazy stuff. There's shortages on now, and you know, things that you. Uh, it'll be interesting to see this week. Maybe we'll have to come up with a list, Sarah, of things this week that we can find that. Can you imagine coloring is. books? I, I mean, coloring, coloring books, books yeah, and crayons. Yeah, that's a good question. We we ought to go to the dollar store and see, just see, take an inventory on the coloring crayons. books. Crayons, crayons, markers, yes, exactly. Pencils. You know, anything that will keep a four-year-old occupied. Well, yes. I got a feeling it's not just yeah, well, I, kids. Oh, trust me, yes. Yeah, you know, as I say, color, coloring books and crayons, you know, for some people. You know. Right, yep. You know, there, there is an old... I I won't I I I I just there's an old joke about one military branch in Cranes, you know. <laughs> Ooh, interesting. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Well, folks, that do, about do you not. Do, yeah, go ahead. Uh, we'll, do we you need not to... know that one, Sarah? No. Go ahead, Rich. You, you can't then... give you can't give Cranes to the Marines because they'll eat them. Oh, oh. Well, glad glad Paul's not on the show this yeah, week. Yeah, so. no, Paul would not appreciate that one. <laughs> Well, folks, that about does it for this evening's episode of Biscuits and Gravy. This is the number this is, Richard. Richard, I... I, 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 I. Yes, that's about how many times I've called you. 100. Right. Yes. So uh, don't forget to tip your server, your DoorDash driver, uh, in this this case, these day and age. Don't forget to make a friend. Spend a lot of time with your kids um, face-to-face if you can. So I know... we got this isolation thing, and Seth keeps knocking on the door. But uh, anyway, and I'll fill in for Jim. You want to fill in for Jim? You know what he always says. Go ahead. Take it away. Uh, make sure you turn on your Amber Alerts. The life you save may be, your, may be someone you know. It could be mine. Oh. I have one other one. Yeah. Yes? Yeah. I have another one. Go ahead. Before, before, you, hit, before you hit that order button, think... Think about whether it's essential or not, because there's a whole lot of people in that 
in that supply chain. Yeah, that's true. This is true. To and get by, the stuff to you. By the way, we are officially changing the name of Amber Alerts to Governor Alerts. Oh. Uh, so, yeah, it'll be a little bit more correct. <laughs> yes. Sarah? Oh, try and write a person, keep in touch with them, and also thank your first responders and your vets. Okay, folks, that about does it for this evening. Don't forget to visit our corporate sponsor sometime this week through the drive-thru, of course. Mm -hmm. Get yourself a Big Mac. Or a Geminator. Or a Geminator, yes. Uh